It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The official What's on Tap Radio podcast is sponsored by Cask Branding. Brand your business like a pro. Imprintive glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, t-shirts, caps, branding can do it all. Don't go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your branded merchandise. That's crazy talk. Go local and brand with class. Cask Branding. Caskbranding.com. Caskbranding.com. Enjoy the show. And now, here's some advice from a handsome middle-aged man. If you spill your beer all over the floor, you don't need a mop. If you've got tube socks that are thick enough. This is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. <laughs> uh, spread the gospel of good beer. good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. <laughs> Cheers. To us beer geeks and those new to the craft. A What's on Tap high five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio. Beer and the culture that flows with it. Here's beer guru, James Simpson. And beer logics, Chad Pilbeam. Hello. Welcome to another episode of your favorite show about beer. From 35 uh, KPRC Radio Name 50. Yeah, that's what's on tap radio. It is your favorite, right? Better be. It better be. You get somebody else, then, you know, we need to have words. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We have a great show planned for you this week. He says that every week. Well, one day. Have we, be... have we disappointed yet? We, we're going to get into that because uh, we did get uh, fact checked last week and we're going to get into that. But, oh, um... good. The listener mailbag. <laughs> Let's get into the mailbag. Oh, yeah. We got letters. Oh, no. But this is going to be a fun couple hours. We're going to give you a break of politics and uh, the stresses of the world and talk to you about, uh, you know, what's going on in beer. So crack open a beer and join us as uh, we take you on a nice joy ride. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Hold on. Normally, you don't want to tell people to crack open a beer when we take you on a joyride, because that implies something else. But uh, I think what uh, James is talking about is uh, two hours of beer drinking radio. But before we do, we have to thank all the fine sponsors who make it possible for us to push the go button. It is our fine sponsors that keep us on the radio, and our fine sponsors being Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, 8th Winter Brewery, Brad's Valley Brewing, Galaxy Jewelers, Specs Wine, Spirits and Finer Foods, The Backyard Grill, Cask Branding, and The Hobbit Cafe. So please go out and support those fine companies who help us stay on the radio each and every week. And uh, like I just said, this is a show about beer. And we are not posers. We are going to be having some beer with you. I hope that you're uh, sitting at home or uh, sitting in a, a nice place where you can enjoy some good beer and tuning into the show. Just being responsible. I don't care what the boss says. We're drinking. Brought to the table, poured for you by Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. First segment brought to you by Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. Chad's going to bring a beer. I'm going to bring a beer. And that's how we're going to start this show off. Get that momentum going nice. Now, question, Chad, you or me? Who's going first, bud? Uh, seeing as uh, I'm talking about a first 
in brewing, I'm going to go first. Oh, okay. And brought to the table. I like it when Chad takes the bull by the horns. He said, you know what? I got this, James. You sit back and relax. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> if you, anybody ever catches James relax, send me a picture. I'd like to see it. But anyway, uh, last week I did talk about uh, making my trek over to Destin, Florida. And uh, because of the way the map works, I did travel through a few states. And one place that I did stop at uh, is uh, there in Mississippi. And a beer that you can find at your local Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods, the Lazy Magnolia Southern Pecan Nut Brown Ale. By the way, folks, if you're wondering what that noise was, that was not a beer can. No, that was a beer bottle. They still make them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that right there. Not many. Now, what's interesting about this brewery, it's Mississippi's oldest brewery, the first brewery to open up after Prohibition. And supposedly, this is what I saw on their uh, website and very verify this when i was there but uh, apparently prohibition went into effect in mississippi in 1907 so prior to the uh, 1919 volstead act and the 1920 prohibition uh national prohibition going into effect but lazy magnolia mississippi's oldest brewery opening up in uh 2003 and so they bring us this southern pecan ready for this now this is my favorite right here the original pecan Nut brown ale. This is the first nut brown ale made in the United States. So I looked at their website. I is it really? I, well, see, that's that's what I thought. It's on and the I label. Beta has one as well. well. Uh, yes, but this is the original. So I had to look on it. It's an ale brewed with uh, roasted pecans on here. It's only coming in at four point three percent, so it's really low. Sorry, four point five. And uh, I, I noticed the comments on this interesting. It's a southern pecan nut brown ale. Is the first beer in the world oh, in the world now made with whole roasted pecans. Whoa. Now, uh, oh, wait, fine print. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Southern Pecan Nut Brown Ale is the first beer in the world, to our knowledge, made with whole roasted pecans. They so put that little disclaimer in there. In, in other well, words. I mean, it's to our knowledge. Into, oh, okay, we're, you proved us wrong. <laughs> until you prove us wrong, we're claiming it. Now, pecans are used just like any other grain. They provide that nutty characteristic. I don't know if they're used like any other grain. If you're a home brewer out there or just a brewer, you want to go ahead and send us a message. Let us know what you think on how to best use Nuts in your uh, brew recipe, we'd love to know. But uh, lightly hopped, malty, and caramel, this is a classic from Lazy Magnolia, the oldest brewery in Mississippi, Southern Pecan Nut Brown Ale. Very, very good. Uh, I've had this beer many times, Mm. and it's always, always nice to uh, go back to it every now and then. Mm -hmm. Uh, My father-in-law, big fan of this beer. A little bit sweeter than what I expected. Yeah. Speaking of sweet, I'm going to move on to the beer I brought to the table. Mm. Now, we hung out with our friends over at Sun Star Brewing Company a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we were enjoying some of their new releases. And at the time, we had pulled a beer off the wall, and that wasn't available in packaging as at that point, but now it is. So I would like to formally introduce to the show, in cans for the first time, the new Southern Star Brewing Company Strawberry Blonde. I'm going to go ahead and crack this since this is the first to can craft in Texas. I love it, James. I know what you're doing here. I know what you're doing. And I love this beer a lot. Dude, you know who else loves this beer? Dave Fusion. Man, no label name drop for him right there. All uh, my neighbors. Oh, my goodness. They all love this beer. It is fantastic and it's perfect for the summertime months. They took their lady in Texas craft, the iconic bombshell blonde, and added a kiss of strawberry. Embraces the lighter, thirst-quenching side of the beer spectrum, crisp, dry, and brewed just to have a nice, delicate touch of strawberry. Perfect for the summer months. Coming to you at 4.6% alcohol by volume. Check them online at southernstarbrewing.com, southernstarbrewing.com. But that 
I am bringing to the table the new Strawberry Blonde in cans from Southern Star Brewing Company. Chad. Not the I, biggest fan of strawberries. I, lo- I love I love Southern Star <laughs> Brewing Company. I love Southern I love Conroe, Texas. I just don't like this beer. I'm sorry. Wow. We were there. We were there. I I even told Dave right there. I said, Dave, I'm sorry, man. And and I and I had a beer with him later on in the week, and I was drinking uh, some buried hatchet, my lawnmower beer, and I told him, I said, I just don't like it. I'm sorry. But uh not a big fan of strawberries and my beer and just uh Again, this segment is sponsored by Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods, where you can find both these beers. To find a Specs near you or sign up for their newsletter, you can do so at specsonline.com. Specsonline.com. Chad brought the... I brought the Lazy Magnolia Southern Pecan, the original Pecan Nut Brown Ale. And I brought the new Strawberry Blonde Ale, Southern Star Brewing Company. At least it wasn't blueberries. You didn't bring (laughs) blueberries. All right, we were going to take a break. Coming up, official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week, and then we're going to dive into what's going on in the beer world. We'll be right back. We would save for our kids' education, but we have beer to buy. Sorry, kids. This is What's on Tap Radio. Raise your glass. It's time to knock back some beerology with the ambassador of beer, James Simpson. I'm sitting here with my good friend Ryan Soroka, hype man of 8th Wonder Brewery on this hot summer afternoon, but we're keeping cool with this delicious Haterade. Tell us a little bit about this Haterade. Haterade is a Goza. It is a traditional German sour wheat beer that is brewed with coriander and sea salt. It is salty. It is sour. It is very, very refreshing. It's 4.7% alcohol. Haterade goes great watching the game at the pool or really with uh, anything you're grilling. So what's the good news about Haterade? It did really well in its seasonal format as a four pack and now it's upgraded to a six pack same price more bang for your buck available year round thanks ryan you can find eighth wonder brewery's delicious haterade at your local specs wine spirits and finer foods to find a specs near you or to sign up for their newsletter check them out online at specsonline.com that's specsonline.com cheers you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge Of course you're getting street knowledge. It's time for the What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact. Isn't it crazy that Ice Cube used to be this gangster rapper, now he's voicing movies for Disney? What? <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a household name and got this Hollywood Walk of Fame, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Good for you, Ice Cube. I met him. Really nice guy. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad you guys had a moment. <laughs> First segment of What's on Tap Radio is brought to you by Specs Monster vs. Finer Foods. The brought to the table. Chad Pilbeam kicked things off with a classic. Yeah. I think we've had this uh, beer on the show before. Mississippi's oldest brewery. First open after Prohibition. Hit that state in 1907. And this brewery opened up in 2003. Lazy Magnolia with the Southern Pecan, the original, to the best of our knowledge, Pecan Nut Brown Ale. And then uh, Chad was not... Uh, a big fan of the beer I brought to the table. Uh, sorry, the sorry. Strawberry Blonde Ale from Southern Star Brewing Company, their latest beer and rotation over there, and it's really, really good. I love it. My neighbors love it. Dave Chad loves it. Chad is the, in, the minority for Ameri- those that didn't like it. America but you know loves it. You know what? Everybody's palate's different. So if you don't like it, well, what do you know? I think it's well made. No, it's, it's a great beer. It is. It's well made. I just It's not a beer that I would drink. 
Uh, but if you are uh, enjoying these beers or you don't like these beers like Chad, you can always <laughs> give us feedback. <laughs> feedback, uh, wanted, good or bad, at What's On Tap Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of feedback, it is time for Chad to drop some knowledge. Street knowledge. This is the summer school edition of the official What's On Tap Radio fun fact. So if you don't think it's a good fun fact, you can let him know at Chad Pillbeam. <laughs> Please. All right, Chad, now that you got your lab coat on, you ready to do this? I'm going to throw, throw out some facts here and there may be a fight. Oh, a fight. All right. Now your official What's On Tap fun fact of the week. All right. I'm going to take my Strawberry Blondale, and sit back and let Mr. Chad Pillbeam school us. Thanks In this week's lot. edition of Fun Fact of the Week. Thanks, James, for that wonderful introduction. Well, class, no, I'm not going to do that. No, this is a lot more fun. It's a fun fact for crying out loud. We're not teaching class here. Uh, but this is What's on Tap Radio, a show about beer and the culture that flows with it. So naturally, we're going to talk about beer, we're going to drink beer, and we're going to have fun facts about bourbon. Exactly. Yep. If you said bourbon, then you were correct. Oh, no, I said beer. Oh, okay. No, no, bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Last, see, last week uh, was National Bourbon Day. and uh, Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, eh, let's talk about bourbon. Okay. So uh, seeing as the official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week is brought to you by Beer Logic Conferences and Events, which is me doing Beer Logic, where I turn any discussion into a discussion about beer, I figured, pff, why not talk about bourbon? Because that's what people ask for, right? Uh, well, actually, they do. They come up to me afterward and they say, hey, you do beer logic, but have you ever done whiskey or bourbon logic? And I said, no. And they said, well, why not? And I said, the answer is simple, because I know Jack Squad got about bourbon and whiskey. I, I as long as you it. say one chapter ahead of the class. Yeah, well, I know one fun fact about bourbon, and that is this week's official What's on Tap Radio fun fact. Or do I know this one? We're going to find out. See, barrels, like bourbon barrels... For example, they've been used for centuries. Not just not just bourbon barrels, but all barrels. Barrels have been used for centuries to uh, store wine and other spirits, and also beer. Uh, the first barrel-aged beer style to truly thrive in a barrel. Keep in mind, a barrel was porter, and we talked about that in a previous What's on Tap Radio fun fact. But these were just oak barrels. They were not previously used to store bourbon or anything else. By the way, bourbon. Not really a native to anywhere except right here in the good old U.S. of A. That's right. It is the native spirit. And supposedly, that bourbon is only supposed to be used in new charred oak barrels, meaning that after one use, you need to find a new home for those barrels and something for them to do. I I don't know. I read something else that said you can use it up to four times, but I'm not a bourbon guy, so I don't know bourbon logic. But it wasn't until 1992 that brewers started aging beer in bourbon barrels thanks to the ingenuity of Greg Hall, former brewmaster of Goose Island Brewery in Chicago. Now, Greg is widely credited as being the first American brewer to produce a bourbon barrel-aged beer when he filled six oak barrels that previously contained bourbon. Now, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, which normally ferments in a stainless steel tank, yeah, was then put into these Jim Beam bourbon barrels for 100 days. And uh, he is credited for uh, having the first bourbon barrel-aged beer. But is he really the first? Well, James and I, when we sat down at the uh, Great American Beer Festival, we, uh, we we had a privilege of having breakfast with none other than Jim Cook of the Boston Beer Company. So we can the, drop that because he definitely knows He who knows is. us. That's no right. No label name drop. Sam Adams Brewing Company. That's right. The guy who's in the Dockers in the, in the denim shirt, that guy who you see. Well, he said after a few beers, he got a little frustrated. He says, listen, 
Greg, he's a great guy, talent and an asset to the industry who's contributed much to the craft, but he was not the first to put beer in a bourbon barrel and, and create bourbon barrel beer. He, I was. He did say that. I was. I did it with Sam Adams Triple Bach. We're well, all I, shaking our head on that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it was a little awkward, but after researching this, it appears that it all comes down to timelines. And here's where we go ahead and find out who, which camp you're in. According to all reports, Greg Hall of Goose Island began his bourbon barrel aging stout in 1992. The beer was released in that same year after being aged for 100 days. So in 1992, Greg Cook of, uh, excuse me, Greg Hall of Goose Island started his barrel aging in bourbon barrels and released it. However, Jim Cook of Boston Beer Company began his bourbon barrel aging of his Triple Bock in 1990, two years prior, and released it in October 1993, one year after Goose Island did. So who really started it? Looks like Jim got the jump with his Sam Adams triple Bach, but he released it one year after Greg Hall, who gets all the credit with Goose Island. So folks, which camp are you in? I'm with the egg. Definitely beat the chicken. You're with the egg. <laughs> so while the egg Go- came first. Goose Island was the first bourbon barrel-aged beer to be released to the public. It actually wasn't the first to go into a bourbon barrel. That was Jim Cook of Boston Beer Company with his triple Bach. And that's your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Fight. <laughs> and I also have a bonus fun fact if oh, you'd yeah, like to let's, know. Uh, let's get that fun, the yeah. bonus fun fact. Interesting enough, Jim Cook only released three vintages of Sam Adams triple Bach. They were released... 19, vintage 1994, 95, and 97, despite the fact that he released it in 93. Hmm, odd. And also, in 1995, Goose Island's Bourbon County brand stout, which, was, which would have been three years after it was released, entered the Great American Beer Festival and was disqualified because it didn't fit any style guidelines, but was named Honorable Mention. Interesting. There you go. There's your official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week, brought to you by Beer Logic Conferences and Events, where I go out and I make your business meetings a whole lot more fun and entertaining for your clients and your employees. Go to BeerLogic.net. All right. Good job, Chad. That actually was very informative. Yeah, the fight whether who was the first to bring beer in barrels. All right. Before we uh, take a break, I have an update. Oh, update. Wait, news. D D D D Texans are finally allowed to leave breweries with their favorite beers in hand. That's right. Governor Greg Abbott signed House Bill 1545, which permits craft breweries to sell beer to go or packaged beer that people can leave with. It is limited to one case a day per person. And also addresses the restrictive regulations for beer and wine businesses and increases the Discretion of the Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission. Governor Abbott announced in a signing on his Twitter feed, which I have here. Kimberly, can you roll the tape? Craft brewing is big business in Texas. But until now, if you visited a a craft brewery and enjoyed what you drank, you couldn't take any beer to go. Well, Texas has changed that because that is not freedom. So I just signed a law allowing beer to go in Texas. Drink responsibly. Yep, Texas was the only state not to have the beer to go law and it's set to go in effect on September 1st. So congratulations to all the Texas craft breweries that can now sell their beer to go. 
Did they have to wind him up in the back to get <laughs> before he gave that speech? I'm sorry, that sounded a little too canned. Well, he was sitting in a brewery with a six pack of beer on his lap. I am applauding. Governor Abbott, for citing this law, that was much needed. Drink responsibly. Speaking of much needed, I need some food. Coming up, what is the Backyard Grill serving up? We'll find out. What's on Tap Radio? We'll be right back. We're not beer snobs, but if you play beer pong with it, we'll pass. This is What's on Tap Radio. Tell you a story about the house when blue. Like that place. I come home one Friday. Had to tell the landlady I done lost my job. What? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. She said that don't confront me. Long as I get my money next Friday. Yeah, sounds like James talking to me. Kid Grossman. my money. Sierra Nevada Resilient Project, those brewers. Uh, not all the money's been turned in yet. And uh, we just uh, finished up with a fun fact about bourbon and just cracked open a beer. Now, if we only had some scotch. I'm not a big scotch fan, or, nor I don't really drink a lot of bourbon. I, I just don't do spirits. I love me some scotch. I love me scotch ales. By the way, anybody out there wants to make a uh, scotch ale for me, hey, you say the word. I'll come. I'll do my part. But you know what scotch. I do like, Mr. Pillbeam? Go. Food. Food is good. Food is really good. From the Backyard Grill. And we are tapping into that. Yeah, and that's who's serving up this week's official What's on Tap radio meal of the show. That's what? Know. I'm yeah. kind of throwing some names, spaghetti to the wall, see what kind of sticks we're... Uh, meal to the show. Meal of the show, maybe... Uh, Make all our coworkers jealous to the show. Although I do notice that people come walking by when we uh, pull out the food from whether it's the Hobbit Cafe or the Backyard Grill because... Uh, Whoever's serving up the food, mm-hmm. it's always, always good. We stay fed, and we have to, because you know what? If, if you're drinking beer, it's always good to have a little nourishment with you, a little little chew, you know, something you can get your teeth into, and that's why we went with the Buckaroo, which is, sounds like, you know, like, all right, wait a minute, hold on, what, what's going on there, Buckaroo? Really, what what, what, what do you got? Is that what's in the styrofoam? What, yeah. I'm gonna open oh, here styrofoam. we go, yep, Social Justice Warrior's going to start yelling at us because it's styrofoam. Remember, had, it's to go. It's to go. We got it. To go. We're not actually in the restaurant there. If you're just, uh, if you're lost here, well, we got a beating. Because I always post the pictures on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram of the food that we're consuming. 
and I had taken a picture, and it was in the styrofoam, and boy, did we get a beating. I can't wait till we get in the mailbag this week. Uh, letters from listeners, because we got a beating again. Yeah, we did. Uh, we, we did. We're, we're going we're gonna to come. We're going to address that well, Oh, trust me. When we address it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to part somebody's hair. So from the styrofoam <laughs> container of the to-go from the backyard. That gorilla, is the buckaroo right the there. The buckaroo. What's the, what's the buckaroo? I love, this, I love this dish because it reminds me of being back home when mom and dad would just sit there. It's like, hey, you know what we're having this tonight? Boom, giddy up. It is chopped steak. It is seasoned chopped steak, seared, cooked right there at BYG, and then smothered in brown gravy with mushrooms and onions. And it is so damn good. It is delicious. And then, of course, you got to get the greens. If you don't get green beans, you're just a fool. All right. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's great. And because it is a, such a hearty home style meal, we just threw in a little garlic mash with it and just call it, you know. That's that that's what that's what mom would have made right there. So if you need a little taste at home or you're looking for something new because there are over 100 items on the menu and over 100 really? different beers. Yeah. I had no idea there was that many items on the menu. Yep. I knew there were a lot, but I didn't realize there was over 100. There's something for everyone right there. You can go out to the Backyard Grill at the corner of Weston Jones Road. They are in Jersey Village or Cypress or incorporated part of Houston. Whoever wants to claim them this week, but at the corner of Weston Jones, the Backyard Grill. Been their uh, institution there in that little area for about 18 years, and they are proud sponsors of What's on Tap Radio. I want to thank them for making sure we stay fed. You can find out more about the beer events going on there every single Friday or also come out to Beer with Mark and Chad, which is going to be on a little bit of a hiatus for the summer, but uh, we'll keep you posted on that. You can go to thebackyardgrill.com, thebackyardgrill.com. And I'm glad that you brought up the fact that uh, the hiatus that you were going on. Yeah. That's, we've, that's what I'm calling it. We've actually had a lot of people reach out because when we said, uh, I'm, I'm leaving, if you want if you want my job, come and well, take it. Chad's he goes away for the summer. He, he gets everyone in the all the kids and they load the station wagon, <laughs> the Griswold family truckster, <laughs> <laughs> and they head uh, northeast for the summer, and left me in the dust. You to can fit go. For myself. You want to go? <laughs> of course, I want to go. Cool. Um, but no, he he goes on vacation, and uh, what we're going to be doing in the next couple weeks is uh, I'll be taking some time off for the Fourth uh, of July, and then maybe a week here and there. Uh, but uh, we might be bringing in some special co-hosts. We're still uh, doing auditions, and uh, Got a lot to f- sift through. Thank yeah. you for all the reels. And I, I have one of those golden uh, buttons that they have on uh, America's <laughs> Got Talent, and yet I have yet to uh, to ring it. But uh, we are still working on a guest of second and third micers to come in and fill Mr. Pilbeam. Because see, I'd have to bring two people to oh, fill yeah. in the one job that Chad does, right? Um, but uh, yeah. So just uh, bear with us, but we're going to be bringing some great programming, whether it's uh, Best Of or We're Live. Regardless, it's going to be good. Speaking of great programming, really quick, I want to say thanks again to uh, Buffalo Bayou for their spring carnival. And we just cracked open an 1836 copper ale to go with this uh, chop steak that we got from the Backyard Grill. What is 1836? Well, they're not even sure. It's a style that doesn't even exist, but you know what? It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) It's a staple at uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Yeah, we had fun over the, uh, the carnival. Uh, if you're one of the lucky ones that were able to dunk me in the dunk tank, and there weren't very many because, um, well, let's just say people have a, they don't throw well, <laughs> including I, me. I dunked you like four or five times. Yeah, it's because Chad was running up and just pushing a button. <laughs> but no, we had a lot of fun. Met a lot of listeners, and it was always a, a fun time hanging out at the Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. Now, this is one of their last index we're going to do. 
at their current location because they're set to move into their new state-of-the-art 28,000-square-foot brewery in Sawyer Yards later this summer. So that might be the last hoorah, although they had their Christmas in July party, which probably will be held at the the current location. All right, so there's but the one Christmas more. in July party is one of the best parties in town, and we'll tell you more details about that uh, as soon as that the details are given find out more about buffalo bayou brewing company go to buffbrew.com buffbrew.com but uh chad i'm very excited the fact that uh the, the next study because i've been hitting the gym and when i say gym the, <laughs> have the, you the, 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 there's a bar called the gym that i like to go to <laughs> okay i was gonna say i, I, don't, no, I didn't but, know this about you uh, you know i was kind of self-conscious going you know I, I do eat a lot of good food that's not probably the healthiest for me and i do consume some beer and so uh i have what my wife calls a dad bod and uh so i've been a little self-conscious about it but not anymore really because i could stop sucking in that gut chad <laughs> i can stop doing it here as i hit my tummy according to a new survey dad bods are more popular than ever with women and men yeah if you're into that kind of thing <laughs> check it okay. out 71% of men say that the dad bod has become fully accepted by society now. That's up from 63% last year. 79% of men with dad bods said they're happy with their body. That's up from 64% last year. Huh. And 78% of both men and women say a dad bod is a sign of a guy and is confident in his own skin. So now I'm feeling good. 65% of people say that dad bod is attractive, 61% say it's sexy, and 51% say it's the new six-pack. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke a couple holes in this. First of all... So dad bods are more popular than ever, and 51% of people say it's the new six-pack. You hear that? Yeah, yeah, okay. All, Woo! Feeling all, good about myself now! All of this sounds pretty anecdotal. Suck it, six-pack holders! <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Let's face it. The six pack, the six pack abs are pretty hot. Um, so when I see a study that's pretty arbitrary and it says f- only fifty one percent of people say that the dad bod is that's enough for him. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Chad's about to rain on my parade. No, no, I no, 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 no. I have this abundance of confidence. All of a sudden, Chad's like, "Whoa, whoa well, see whoa, there, whoa. but see, there's the other whole. Suck that gut back that's, in and start doing some sit-ups, buddy. Because this is flawed. Here, here's the other flaw I saw in there, and it says, it says, <laughs> this is great. Seventy-eight percent of men say that dad bod is a sign of guy with confidence. You just heard from James before he got the data. He was not very confident. But then the study said, you know what, James, you can feel all right about yourself. Yeah, well. So I quickly sat up from doing the crunches and cracked myself open a cold one. Uh, just for the record, you ain't the only one sitting in this studio with a dad bod. So <laughs> um, I got I, I got a feeling that uh, yeah, you and I are both in the same boat there on that yeah, one. B- the beer doesn't help with the uh, dad bod. <laughs> yeah, but try try doing. Yeah, how many radio shows do you hear out there this good? That talk about six pack abs, none, <laughs> none. You you aren't listening to any of them. You're drinking beer with us, so you know what? I'll take my dad bod and I'll wear it proudly. Damn right. And then I'm also going to go home and remind my wife how hot I am, according to this study. So you can quit that gym membership. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Camp Gladiator. Oh wait, they don't sponsor this show. Why well, might plug them anyway? Because that's where I work out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't doing anything for me. You're actually hurting me. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, you're not going to be as attractive anymore when you start getting those six-pack abs. Why are you getting rid of my dad, bod? <laughs> come, come on, Norma. Quit yelling at me. I should be drinking right now. So I am feeling extra confident right now. So, all right. Now they got some food in us. This 1836 yep. Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company beer is really nice. Coming up, we're going to get uh, fact-checked. And oh. we're going to the- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mailbag yeah. on this one. And we're going to talk about, well, the new Miller Beer gimmick. We're going to bring in Johnny Hamburger from Geek Therapy Radio nice. to give us the lowdown on whether or not this is actually something real or not. So tune in. Don't go anywhere. More What's on Tap radio coming right up. Here at What's on Tap, we know there are two types of people. Those you drink with and those that make you drink. Oh, your parents are coming for the weekend. Either way, we're drinking. Can we do away with the exercise music? All those dad bods out there are like, yeah, I'll just crack open another beer. Yeah, you can. You know why? Because you, my friend, are sexy. Because dad bods are more popular than ever, according to a new study. And it's my favorite study ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> that and the one that tells you to drink a couple beers a day. Yep, those two studies. I ain't about to lie, man. When I was young, before I had the kids, I had a uh, nice six-pack going. And then the kids came, and then uh, the belly started sticking out a little more, a little more, and uh, I was feeling a little self-conscious because once upon a time, I was uh, thin as a rail, but now I'm a, a rail with a bump in it. <laughs> <laughs> but the new study says, you know what, James? You're pretty sexy, according to the... Uh, Everybody. The sur- pr- women. To the people surveyed in yeah. this. So we can do away with the exercise music. 51% say it's the new six-pack. I don't think so, but hey, you know what? I think it just says be confident in thyself. Speaking of things that uh, I used to do as a uh, young man back when I was in college, of course, I was 21 years or older, I used to partake in some certain spirits. No, it wasn't the bourbon, like Chad was talking about in his official Woodstock Town Radio Fun Fact. No, I once had a relationship with Jägermeister. Oh, and I always had a thing of Jägermeister in my freezer. And me and Jägermeister, we had fun together. Sometimes a little too much fun. So one day, I took the Jägermeister out of the freezer, and I sat it down on the table, and I said, you know what, Jäger? This is where you and I have to say goodbye. We've had some fun times together, but you, my friend, have gotten me in a lot of trouble. You broke up. We did break up. <laughs> so Jäger went on its way, and I went on mine. And, uh, well, let's just say that... Uh, I cherish the times we had together, but uh, 
It's time to say goodbye. Well, this new... Until now. <laughs> I was going to say, because right now, Jägermeister has a campaign aimed right at you, James, believe it or not. It's called Deer and Beer. Deer and Beer. Yes. Now, uh, this is a 360 marketing program. And for those of you not hip on the old lingo there, what that is, is that's a campaign that goes all the way around to try and reach customers at every single point, like uh, previous users, uh, like James Simpson. Uh, yeah. Try and bring them back in. So uh, what they're... Nope. Who is it? Oh, it's Jaeger. It's me, Jaeger. Not a good time, buddy. (laughs) They're reaching out to you, James. Uh, Good stuff. Well, yes, if you're not familiar with Jaegermeister at all, the uh, logo is fairly iconic, and it does have a deer on it, hence the deer and beer campaign. And Jaegermeister is paired with craft beer to increase awareness uh, to try and reach that all-important millennial target customer throughout the summer season because there's a lot of turning towards spirits and so how do we piggyback off of that well this marketing program aims to showcase the iconic herbal liqueur and lend itself to complement a number of craft and seasonal beers now if you're not familiar with jägermeister it has a complex blend of 56 natural herbs blooms roots and fruits that complement a variety of beer styles i can't do it jaeger <laughs> I can't answer the door. It's calling you, dude. Yes. For example, spicy, earthy, bitter, and fruit citrus head notes in the Jägermeister will enhance the floral, citrus, and spicy, bitter notes of an IPA. In the Apale Ale, huh? Uh-huh. I see. All right. Yeah, I get the herbal spices. Okay. And the bitter fruit and citrus notes will bring out more of the bitter and citrus flavors of the American ale, whereas floral spicy and earthy head notes in Jägermeister, they're going to enhance the floral flavors of a Pilsner. So they really thought this through. They have. They have. So much so that the uh, the next statement definitely came out of the marketing department. Jägermeister has partnered with independent craft brewers Stone Brewing, Lord Hobo Brewing, Oscar Blues Brewery, J.W. Wakefield, and Maui Brewing Company, who exemplify similar brand values, such as dedication to quality, ingredients, and process to create unique beer pairings complementing Jägermeister's 56 ingredients and the unique nuances of the selected brews. Well done, marketing department. Well done. So uh, these beer pairings will be available for purchase throughout uh, different on- and off-premise accounts across the country. So Deer and Beer from Jägermeister is reaching back out to our buddy James and everyone else in a new three. I can't answer the door yet. I can't do it. We had our we had a fun time. We did. Well, what it is 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 you order the they're trying to get beer uh, beer bars on 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 premise. Uh, that's drinking there in a in a beer bar. That's what on premise is. So you go in, you sit down, and you order a beer with a sidecar or a shooter of uh, Jägermeister. And so you drink them, and they complement each other. So that's really what that is. It's a it's a lot like a, a modern day version or a twist on the Boilermaker, which is done with bourbon. Bringing it all back full circle. See, we're pros here. That's what we do. Were you a fan of the Jaeger? Did you ever uh, uh, consume n- the Jaeger in the college? I, I I don't like licorice, so the answer is no. But if I can just share one really quick college story you, about absolutely, Jaeger. Absolutely, yes. Uh, we were talking we about- We all have one. The, uh, well, it's the iconic logo. And uh, on the logo, you've got the deer, but right above the deer's head is a cross. And a buddy of mine, uh, Dan Corn, that was his nickname, Dan Corn Schindler- from college and uh, with he had that sticker on the back of his truck and um, <laughs> his parents saw it and they were very worried in case you can, haven't figured it out yet Schindler 
uh, was Jewish. <laughs> and when they saw the cross on the back of his uh, truck, they thought he had converted. And he says, no, Mom, I'm just drinking Jaeger. And they were like, okay. <laughs> they were fine with him drinking alcohol in college. But as long as he hadn't qu- uh, converted from Judaism to uh, Christianity. So that's a funny Dan Korn Schindler story. All right. So if you're tuning in, Jaeger is coming out with a deer and beer. So look out for that uh, coming soon across the nation. Uh, Before we take a break, we are due for one, um, but uh, I want to give an update. Remember the uh, the men who saved that man's life? Uh, There was a guy who was, you know, sitting on the set of a bridge and these guys pulled up. There are beer delivery guys. The guy, the guy was going to jump off the bridge and commit suicide. That's right. This was one of the, our uh, not, not all heroes wear capes yeah, stories. Yeah, it happened in St. Paul, Minnesota. So, right. so when we first met Jason Gavel and Quan Anderson last summer, they were noticed a man threatening to take his own life by jumping off the Earl Street Bridge onto I-94 below. The pair spotted the man while delivering kegs to a nearby bar and persuaded him to come down by offering him beer. Nice. Well... They uh, think about that day every day, and it was an extreme pivotal day in their life. Well, both men were given the Chief's Award from the St. Paul Police Department for saving the man's life. Anderson says he now works the night shift so he can talk with school children during the day about suicide prevention and depression awareness. So very cool, the men who use beer to save a man's life is honored by St. Paul Police. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all heroes wear capes. So I uh, thought that was a pretty cool. And, yeah, it's a good uh, update. Speaking of updates, and uh, I'm not going to really get much into it. Uh, oh, I this am. Week. Um, but Kimberly, you, you hold that bump. I'm going to go. I'm going to lose my mind. But on coming this guy. up next hour, we we had some listeners reach out because we talked about the here are the most popular beers in every state. But rather than going through the beers in each state which are most popular, we just kind of focused on Idaho. And just kind of ragged on Idaho because what was Idaho's? Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> right. Well. Which ain't a beer. Not a beer. But what we got a beating about is because we just focused more on Idaho and how their lack of love for any other beer than Mike Hard Lemonade. Uh, people want to know, well, what was Texas's favorite beer? Or what was Louisiana's or New Mexico? And then one guy was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I live in Idaho. Let's back the truck up. <laughs> so coming up next hour, we're going to get into that. We're getting in the mailbag. Yeah, we're going to get in the mailbag. And also coming up, we're going to talk about the Hold My Beer and Watch This. We're going to get Johnny Hamburger in, an expert on technology, and talk about this new gimmick that Miller Lite has. Also going to catch up with Baleson's Brewing Company because uh, they had to shut their doors for six weeks. We'll explain why. TABC jail. Yeah, TABC jail for sure. <laughs> and another story, a man sued BrewDog for sex discrimination. Oh boy. So we have a lot in store for the next hour of What's on Tap Radio. So- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Don't you go anywhere. And if you do have to check out, always find us on... Uh... On, uh, on demand, go to kprcradio.com. You can search in What's on Tap Radio podcast. We have our own iHeartRadio channel, iTunes, Spreaker. So we're all over the place. So coming up, the hold my beer and watch this. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. If you're by yourself drinking a beer and listening to the show, you're not drinking alone. So be respectable and put your pants back on. Oh, hey, 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 what's on tap? What's on tap? This is What's on Tap Radio. All right, hour number two, What's on Tap Radio. Brought to you by Brandless Valley Brewing Company, located out there in Brenham, Texas, where they are moving on up because they're winning. They and, are winning. And we're drinking a little willing. That's a willing pale ale. And if you take a look there, the sexy new can, nice bright green on there. Pops on the old shelf there at your local Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. Brazos Valley Brewing Company, been around for five years. uh, Located out there off of Highway 290. good. I know. What was this one? This is the Mosaic Pale Ale. Willin'. I'm willing. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure that's how the lyrics go, but let's just go with it. Yeah. Because uh, they got it right out there, brewing it right. This is a beautiful pale ale from uh, Brazos Valley Brewing Company. I know you like to lean toward the IPAs, but give this one a shot. Willen Mosaic Pale Ale from Brazos Valley bringing us our number two. Fantastic, and uh, they're moving into new digs. Congratulations on their new expansion over in Brenham, Texas. Tap room will be closed until September, but we'll uh, definitely have the big announcement when they reopen. Uh, breweries uh, actually brewing in the new building as we speak, so they're firing it all up. All right, Chad, now it's time for a majority of people's favorite segment i know there although there are a lot of people that do enjoy the what's on tap radio fun fact of the week this time we're going with the hold my beer and watch this so our society doesn't really work on the barter system if you ever try to pay a bill with like trade it doesn't really work out very well so let's meet 24 year old jared simpson wait a minute (laughs) well he went to a bar in tallahassee florida last week and drink you ready for this $10 $10 worth of Bud Light. All right. Watch out. Big spender? That's like two, right? <laughs> I was going to say four. <laughs> and then when it came for him to pay, he uh, didn't have money to pay. He tried to pay with a rock. Wait a minute. <laughs> like like a, like jewelry? Like a diamond? No, 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 no. Oh. Like a rock. Like he literally just pulled a rock out and was like, here you go. And I'll put her drinks on my tab too. <laughs> well, the bartender told him, uh, no, we don't accept rocks as a payment. <laughs> Yeah, he flipped out. You know what he did? He stormed out of the bar, came back with a briefcase. Filled with rocks. Started speaking in <laughs> tongues. Whoa. And said anyone that went near the briefcase would die. Wow. Then he took out a phone, pressed the buttons, and ran out of the bar and across the street. So what do you think people did? Panicked. They panicked, ran out of the bar, thinking it was a bomb. bomb. Fortunately, it was not. It was just an empty briefcase. Wasn't filled with rocks. No. See, I thought he was gonna bring it in like like he's got mo money. All right, if if one rock won't do it, how about a suitcase and flip it around, lift it up like, oh, look at all I got here. Jared was arrested by the police on bomb threats, hoax weapons of mass destruction, and theft for the beer. He told them that he was in Tallahassee for quote 
to party with the rainbow people in the national forest. Oh my gosh. So you're hold my beer and watch this. A guy tries to pay his bar tab with a rock and threatens to blow up the place when they won't let him. Oh my gosh. Oh $10 my. worth of Bud Light, huh? Oh, oh my gosh. That is so... <laughs> and this but, has been brought to you by <laughs> the Galaxy Jewelers. Remember, jewelry shines, criminals do not. And since 1972, Galaxy Jewelers specializes in jewelry repair, custom designs, specialty, and colored stones. And you can find them online at galaxyjewelers.com, galaxyjewelers.com, galaxy... With an I-E... Dot com and Chad is scratching his head over there. I am. I'm kind of baffled here. Uh, oh my gosh! I, I see. Kip always sends us messages from Galaxy Jewelers. You got to go check him out. Um, he's a big fan and friend of the show. But you got to go talk to him. I'm sure. I, I don't even know what he's going to say to this. How do you get? You get felony. Okay, hoax weapons of mass, mass destruction, destruction charge against you for what? Ten dollars a Bud Light? You're an idiot! <laughs> oh case. my gosh! Jewelry shines, criminals do not. GalaxyJewelers.com. Oh. Go check out our buddy Kip. Alright, so a I little got update. Head. I got hurt head. Uh, speaking of why you have a hurt head, uh, we talked about the most popular beers in every state, and we kind of flew through it because we just want to focus on the fact that Idaho... Uh, well, their favorite beer is Mike's Hard Lemonade. And we actually have a radio show. We have producers who tell us when we have to be off the air. Yeah. And somebody was like, well, you couldn't even tell us what Texas was. Yeah. So I'm going to give an update. According to the survey, the favorite beers by each state. This is a survey by whoever put This is not what's on tap radio. No. But Texas is Budweiser. There. Good. You happy now? Louisiana, now you know it's Budweiser. Budweiser. New Mexico, Coors Light. California, Corona. And let's give one more. Florida Corona. There. I, I love Idaho, it. Mike's Hard Lemonade. But then we have one listener in Idaho who's like, wait a minute. Back the truck Th- yeah, up. Yeah, this guy. I live in Idaho, and we are not drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade. Did you know that Idaho is, has a great craft beer community? <laughs> really? The community is incredibly supportive of the beer and cider makers. They have local frequent resources. Uh, Bavarian Brewing Company. This guy sent a link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's ranting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I, I got you. Uh, B- Boy- so they do have a lot of, they're not Denver or San Diego, but they do have, however, an accessible amount of breweries walking and biking distance from each other. So it's not just Mike's Hard Lemonade, according to this one listener. And Boise, Idaho. Yeah, well, you know what else Boise has? Smurf turf. Okay, <laughs> it's the only stadium out there with blue turf. So yeah, they have uh, downtown Boise is a uh, home to Woodland Empire Ale Craft, White Dog Brewing, Ten Barrel Brewing, Cloud Nine Brewing, Ten Barrel, mm. Barbarian Brewing, Pyatt Brewing, Boise Brewing. Look at you, James Simpson on the What's on Tap Radio apology tour here, trying to make up for clairvoyant brewing. Listen, we didn't make. I'm just saying, like, we... I don't want to upset the listeners, and we had a listener in, in, in Idaho was like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. We appreciate good beer in Idaho. I, l- listen to James. All right, listen. I, it, those two listeners are probably listening right now, so uh, we're not going to shout out to them. Yeah, we're not going to y- use your names, but I'm going to say this now uh, that uh, you've you've asked and begged and pleaded to know what, according to this flawed survey, is the most popular beer in Texas. Now that you know, is your life more complete? Now that you know it's Budweiser, apparently you, the survey. Are you happy? There's a lot of Budweiser, Coors Light, Corona, Pass Blue Ribbon, and Heineken selling out to all on this. By the list. way, and this is not what's on tap radio. By we the didn't way, pull our listeners. I'm, hey, deep down, I'm actually glad he sent that email. 
I am. I am. <laughs> it shows they're listening. Hey, they were, they're holding us accountable. But they're, they're probably sitting back going, hey, guys, you tease all show. Right. You're going to give the most popular beers in every state. And then when we got to the segment, all we did is talk about it. We clowned on Idaho, which upset another listener. <laughs> yeah, basically the whole start, the, the whole study in the story was garbage. But when, when, when Idaho does a write-in and gets 23% of the votes and Mike's Hard Lemonade wins... That, that ain't good. And also uh, to the person up there who's defending the fighting Idahoans or whatever the heck you call yourselves, uh, way to stand up for your peeps up there. You're doing great. Keep sending us your French fries, and uh, we'll we'll stop knocking on you for Mike's hard. You can also fact check us at uh, going to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just go to What's on Tap Radio if we say anything incorrect. All right, coming up, we're going to catch up with Johnny Hamburger and uh, find out about this Miller Lite gimmick, this hand controller. More sour per hour. Sample beer, tasting, notes, and that's how we decide on what's going to go on tap. Pucker up with more What's on Tap Radio. Fury. Drop it, flip. Drop it, drop it. Welcome, What's on Tap Radio. Nice. Oh, yeah. We're always bringing the, uh, the hip-hop here on uh, What's on Tap Radio. Oh, I saw a little flip over at St. Arnold at their 25th anniversary party. Killed it. Chad, you missed it. What? He they died? Had a, they had a video no, game? He, no, he didn't die. They had no. a video game there? <laughs> this is a little flip off his uh, Leprechaun album. No, it's uh, You Gotta Feel Me, his album. What is, what he just gets on stage are, and plays Pac-Man. Yeah. What like are you talking about? From Geek Therapy Radio, Mr. Johnny Hamburger. Uh, last week on the show, we were talking about this Miller Lite, how they have a new gimmick. Remember this, Chad? I do. Uh, apparently, the Vortex bottle wasn't uh, cool enough for them, so they had to come out with Or the an, punch top can. Oh, the punch top can. Either right. one. And so they have since come out with a new gimmick, which is a video game controller, where apparently they're going to be debuting... Um, out in LA, and they've already done it. Oh, they have oh, done it. Oh, okay. it's already been. It, yeah, it was at E3. Oh, okay. What is E3? Wait, E3. I'm Johnny Hamburger, by the way, from yeah. Geek Therapy. I'm yeah. so I stepped on your toes with introducing. Did you already? I did. Johnny okay, Hamburger, Geek so Therapy Radio, her right here on KPRC Radio okay. 950. Touch 10 o'clock on Saturdays. Johnny's here, Geek Therapy Radio. Check it out. Yeah. You were talking about something with Little Flip. What the hell is a Little Flip? A <laughs> uh, Little Flip was the uh, artist that brought us into the uh, segment. Thank you. Now, what's an E? Three? E3, the Electronics uh, Entertainment Expo. It's in uh, L.A. Well, it kind of changes from time to time, but it was in L.A. this year, 2019. Okay, so J- uh, James is bringing us back to the Miller Lite controller. Yes, and controller. We, we went to the expert himself, Geek Therapy Radio. Because we don't know. We don't know anything about I don't about know video anything games. about this, so I figured, why not get an expert, right. all things geek, Yeah. get Johnny Hamburger on to better explain what, what this, this video game controller is. And does it work, or is it just a... Gimmick. I don't see. I don't see why it wouldn't work. First of all, it's it is a promotional item. I don't think anyone is expecting to. Well, let me explain what it is first. Okay. It's a can controller. It's a Bluetooth video game controller built into a can of Miller Lite. That means, <laughs> and it still has twelve ounces of beer in there. Nice. So there is beer. There is beer in there. Yes. So you there's can, beer with just wires and see control <laughs> chips. And... That's what I thought. The bottom, the base of the can, instead of being concave, that's where they put all the circuits and stuff in there. So you have the little battery in there that's good for three hours. You have the micro USB charger on the bottom there. So it's all sealed in the bottom of the can. 
but there is actual beer in there that you can pop it open and you drink can. the beer. You can't like can get it can, and uh, you can Bluetooth <laughs> connect it to your PC or your phone or your uh, Xbox or something like that, and actually play. There's a uh, buttons like they're they're touch touch buttons. They're not like. If you press too hard on it, you're going to crumple your can. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that I was have my a can thought. in front of me, and if I'm playing video games, it's going to be like, You're going to crush it. I mean, the whole time. Yeah, that's what I thought. So this whole thing, like I said, it's it's just a promotional thing. They made 200 of them. I suspect that there might be such a, a, a market for this, just for vanity or whatever, collecting gamers, purposes. This would be something that gamers would probably want to get their hands on. Yes, not to actually use because it would be a terrible <laughs> Terrible video game controller. B B but, B B button B button. Come on, die die. But apparently it has a haptic feedback, which means that uh, so you don't press the buttons into the can, but as you touch them, it kind of vibrates a little bit under your thumb, so that you know that you did press something. It all sounds terrible. Sorry, it all what, sounds horrible. What was that called? What kind of feedback? Haptic feedback. You know when you touch your phone screen and it kind of. No, that's I, what it is. Now, man, see, this is why we get uh, Johnny Hamburger on from uh, Geek Therapy Radio. He's a SME, folks, subject if, matter expert. Yes, and if you can't stay up until 10 p.m. on Saturday nights here in KPUC, I highly suggest the podcast. It's just Geek Therapy Radio podcast. It's all over the place, but especially on the iHeartRadio app and the uh, Geek Therapy Radio YouTube channel, where I put all sorts of neat things on there, too. So uh, if you were advising, being the subject matter expert, on, on, on say, a redesign, a relaunch of this, oh, this uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what tips would you give besides putting better beer in it? What if it yeah. yeah. Would it have been better to use a bottle? A glass bottle? A glass bottle? There you go. You know, what, you know what the best idea would have been, and it probably already exists, is put it into a koozie. There you go. So it's soft and do 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 do. It would it would make much better. You can actually press the buttons in and everything like that. It probably already exists. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's no way it doesn't. And if it doesn't exist, I shouldn't have mentioned it on the radio because I wanted to be the millionaire off that idea. But it probably uh, exists. Just if you're just tuning in and wondering what the hell is going on, yeah. last week Chad and I were discussing this new Miller Lite gimmick where it's a, it's a can that works like a video game, and they call it a video game can troller. Well, it is yeah. a video game. It control. is a video, and we thought that there's no way it could work because how would it? Because I look at a beer can and like where would the wires be? But it, it's in a 12 ounce can, so we, yeah. we pulled the expert Johnny Hamburger Geek Therapy Radio, and he says that uh, in fact, uh, yeah, it, it's it a Bluetooth working. It works. Uh, video game controller, I guess. Yeah, Bluetooth controller. Bluetooth. You pair it to your phone. And your it, it only works for how, how three long? hours. Three but hours. It, but it's rechargeable. Okay. I wasn't expecting so it to be rechargeable. It, Micro USB, just right on the bottom. Oh, it's got a USB port. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so now the, he... the, the can costs more than the actual <laughs> liquid inside of it. I hope no one would actually drink it because I think these cans are going to become like that. Remember in the 90s when Pepsi did the $100 bill like popping out of the cans? I yeah. That thing? So, so many people saved those cans because they thought it'd be worth more money to not drink it. Would you, here's a quick side note Would you drink 30 year old beer, Miller Lite? No. Yes. Would, would there be a difference? <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's supposed to be kind of a... No, no, yeah. I got you, Dig. I got Ooh, you, yeah, Dig. Yeah, yeah. No, we actually, uh, over at the Backyard Grill, um, <laughs> over at the corner of Weston Jones, we actually cracked open some 27-year-old pills, German Pilsner that was locked in a growler. Does it age like wine? No. no. It that's aged, a good question. It aged like a wet boot. <laughs> it was terrible. All right. So Johnny Hamburger, the expert, Geek Therapy Radio. Uh, someone who's never heard of your show, what's kind of some stuff do you, you talk about on your show? So the motto of the show is that we're all geeks about something. For instance, your listeners are geeks about beer and microbrew and all that good stuff. So a lot of us are geeks about airplanes and cars and computer games and all sorts of science, astronomy, all sorts of stuff. So we're all geeks about something. Embrace your inner geek. Lean into your inner geek. And if you want to learn about and listen to or embrace all sorts of geeky things, 
Geek Therapy Radio, 10 p.m. Saturdays right here on KPRC 950, but also the podcast. It's just Geek Therapy Radio right there on your iHeartRadio app and everywhere else, to be frank. And I'm sure you're all over the social media. Oh, my goodness, yes. Just Google Geek Therapy Radio, and it's there. You'll get all of it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you for a, a task. Okay. Can you see with your sources if yeah. you can get one of these video game controllers? I, w- I will try. These controllers. I will I try. Think there's, if there's anyone that can do it, it's probably you. I, I will absolutely try. I promise I'll I don't, try. I don't have any sources over or any uh, um, connections over at Miller Lite. So. I'll just email <laughs> Miller Unfortunately. Lite. Can I have one? Yeah. Just, yeah <laughs> a radio for, show. Just, yeah, exactly right. Hey, right. I want to... I wanna, Debut this on my show and you know. Talk about I like it. how you're just telling all the listeners all the little tricks that we have <laughs> and how to get free stuff. It's literally <laughs> no, honestly. It's not free. I mean, we're, we're testing out for the listeners. For the listeners, that's exactly. Right. You know what? The only ace up our sleeve is just the radio thing, and most often, here's what people don't realize: is that 99 out of 100 times, it still doesn't work. No, no, it doesn't work. It no, just gives it us a little bit of confidence thinking right. that we think exactly. <laughs> all right, so last question here. Yeah. I got to ask. You know what shotgunning a beer is, right? Oh, Where yeah. you poke a hole in the side. Doing that right now. If you poke, you know, if you poke a hole in the side <laughs> of this thing and shotgun it, what do you think the odds are of you getting electrocuted? Uh, I think, <laughs> well. Not not great because three volts going through you is not going to be. It's not the volts; it's the amps. There's not a whole lot of amps in that battery. But you know, I still wouldn't do it. And if it depends where you poke the can too. If you're not, if you poke it, you know, through the back where there's no wires, it'll be fine. Amps, volts, Johnny Hamburger, Geek Therapy Radio. Just don't punch the actual battery; it'll burst into flames. Oh yeah, don't do that. <laughs> hey, but there's beer inside to put it out. <laughs> it there all you go. Works. It's like a built-in Self, fire extinguisher. System suppression. Right. <laughs> Johnny Hamburger, Geek Therapy Radio. Uh, Check it out Saturday nights here on KPRC Radio 950. And then uh, just Google Geek Therapy Radio. Check out his podcast. It's a very well-produced show, and I enjoy much. it. He's our uh, unofficial What's on Tap Radio um, tech expert. Yep. Can you <laughs> so, give me some beer now? Yeah, yeah, we'll give you some <laughs> All right, beer. Cool. All right, this is What's on Tap Radio. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about Bailison's and whether or not uh, they're still in TBC jail. <laughs> we got an update. It's What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Craft beer. It's not alcoholism. It's a hobby. This is What's on Tap Radio. Chad, I got a uh, message from our buddy Kip over at the Galaxy Jewelers, and he was telling me that he's an IPA guy, but he was listening to our show, and he heard us talking about No Label Brewing Company's Mojito beer, and uh, he picked it up, and he said that him and his wife loved it. Game changer, Mojito Lime. He said, and I quote, it is fantastic. Yep. I'm reading the comments right there. There he is. Talking about No Label Brewing Company. They are killing it right now with their summer beers, the Mojito Lime and the Passion for Humanity. Two fantastic beers to keep you cool in these extreme Texas summer heat. Summer, summer, summertime. Open seven days a week. You can check out No Label Brewing Company in Old Town Katy. Stop in and grab some of these beers off the wall. And don't forget, they sell beer to go. But if you can't make it out to No Label Brewing Company, their beers are sold around town. Find out where at nolabelbrew.com. Pint, growler, or crowler. Enjoy more of What's on Tap Radio. All right, welcome back. What's on Tap Radio? Speaking of Galaxy Jewelers, not too far from Galaxy Jewelers, our buddy Kip's place, is Bellison's Brewery. Yeah, I heard they closed down. Uh, no more. Uh, former Bellison's Brewery. Uh, all, no longer in Houston. Sorry. Enjoyed you while you were here, but... Uh, yeah, no, they, no, they, they had oh. to close down. They were in TBC jail. Oh, but so they're back. They they're back. Okay, thank yeah, they're you. back. All right. And now our buddy Kip has a place to drink after he gets <laughs> off of work. So I caught up with Adam Cryer, owner of Bellison's Brewing, to find out what the hell is going on. Well, 
let's say let's just start by saying our permit with the TABC expired. So yeah, yeah, you have to have a permit. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah, so we actually have three. We have a a brewers, so a brew brew pub permit. We actually have a license to serve beer and or wine. And then we have a permit that allows us to, a sub-permit allows us to self-distribute, an O-permit. So those are all linked together. We're also permitted through the county, city, and other entities. Well, whenever the TABC permits expired, um, that basically triggered everything to, to go. So we had to start over. So, so Was the, it like a domino effect? Yeah, well, it's just, it's all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All linked together. Oh, it's all linked together. But, okay. but basically, what happened is uh, we didn't feel we were that we're officially notified that it was going to expire. That this the, our license, ex, this you know license expires every two years. It's okay. not an annual thing, and they don't send you a a letter in the mail before it expires, during the thirty day grace period you have after it expires, or any time after to say cease and desist or anything like that. Not one letter. So you get send. one notification. They, they send a postcard. That we did not receive. There is also an email that you know we're. I, I'm not going to speak to that at the moment, but sure. we're not blaming them about the expiration. We could have tracked that ourselves. We get that, so no blame there. Our issue has mainly been that when it does, you know, when you do move into the 30-day grace period, they don't notify you of that, so it's basically pointless. Then once your license does expire, they there's no way to reinstate it. Period. They delete your account. And you have to start from scratch, and that's what forces you to go back through the city and everything else. So basically, you have to start from square one. Square one, and and that means going through the whole process of getting certified for the location. The city city has to make sure you're not within X feet of a church or a school, and and then you got to go through the tax, you know, different tax departments, and the county has to approve it. It's a whole, and we actually pushed all that through ourselves in a week uh, because we walked it through. Then you hand it over to the TABC, it goes into a black box, and they said it could be three months. And the thing is, because they delete your account, you're in line with everyone who's just trying to start a business. You're not, they don't care about the fact that you are an operating business, anything like that. And you just can't think of any other, even with a government entity where they just delete your account because you're 30 days overdue, right? I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's like saying, 
your driver's license expires over five or six years. Yeah. It's like saying, okay, my license expired. Uh, you didn't, if they didn't send you an invoice or any kind of notification, most people wouldn't know to expire, you know, to renew their license every five years. And then if it did, it's like saying you got to go retake the driver's test and go through the entire process, you know, from scratch. Was there maybe like a, an address like in no, down the street? They had the right address. And, and actually I'd say I, I wasn't going to, I mean, we're, we're, we, we're not complaining about that part. We, yeah. we just feel like once you go into the grace period, they should at least send you some kind of letter in an envelope, like a normal notification. And definitely after it's expired, something to say cease and desist. We found out three months after it expired. It expired January 3rd. We found out three months later through a random TABC audit. It had nothing to do with anything else. And, um, and at that time, we then became aware because we said, well, that's kind of odd. We've been sending our reports and our checks, our excise tax checks, in for three months after January 3rd, and they had been accepting them and depositing the checks, and no one bothered to let us know that there was no account or, you know, we still don't even know where the money went. You know, where are they, what are they checking the money against? Where, what, is it, what is it being deposited? Adam Cryer is a guest, Bellison Brewing Company. They, how many days were you closed? Uh, I, I don't know the actual day count, but it was basically six weeks. Six weeks? Yeah. Six weeks is a long time when you operate a business. It is. It's. Uh, I mean, you no got income. you got overhead, you got utilities, yeah. mm -hmm. and you can't sell a drop of liquid. How are you surviving through the six weeks? Well, I mean, you know, luckily our business had been strong for a while, almost two years now, and and that helped. And I also, you know, I still have my. I, I work in the engineering industry. Uh, this is, you know, Sarah runs this business, and so we luckily had some other income, and we're okay. But. Someone, you know, a, a larger business, if it had actually taken three months and you have massive overhead, you know, much larger brewery, that could, that could run you under if you don't have any, any bailout, any way to, you know, get a loan or something. It could be bad. And the TABC kind of inadvertently let us know, inadvertently let us know that there are others that are in the same situation. Existing wow. businesses that have. So we're trying to find out, we're trying to find out if, uh, who, who those businesses are. And we are going to pursue some kind of change because we feel like this is absolutely you know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, because I, I don't think I've ever heard of, uh, you know, a business like you where all of a sudden one day you're just told you got to shut down. Yeah. I mean, was there a lock on the door or I we, mean, did they? No, we locked it. I know, we, but I mean, I, like I know, you didn't know, come I'm to work saying, and like they didn't, no, they like, don't there was a that. lock on the door no, no. or uh, they could have like come an eviction anytime. notice. Yeah, they could have come anytime and, and, uh, and done something, you know, but we, we, we talked to them and said, you know, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to not tend to the beer that's in the fermenters? What, what you know, to the enforcement department. And they basically said, you know, you're not really supposed to continue doing anything, but if you don't, as long as you're not selling beer, it's not going to, shouldn't be, you know, we won't pursue it. It won't be an issue. Because I, I, we basically told them, if you want us to, you know, if you want us to dump all that beer out, you're going to have to come and do it yourself. I mean, yeah, we're just not going to do that because this is really just ridiculous. I mean, it's Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. it's money down the drain. Oh, yeah. So the, the entire time you guys were closed, again, we're talking Bailison's Adam Cryer's our guest. Uh, Sarah was still brewing. Uh, no. She wasn't. Our official answer is absolutely not. Yes. We, did, we had no brewing activities going on here. Sure. But now uh, you guys have finally opened. Tell us what that process is like reopening. Amazing. I mean, well, as you know, during the period we were closed, we still opened every Sunday for five hours and we gave away free beer uh, and took donations for charity. We raised $4,700 wow. for local uh, dog rescue charities, general rescue, but focused mainly on dogs. And uh, it allowed some of our food vendors to still come and be open. But more importantly, it kept us in the conversation and kept people, you know, kept the community going here. I mean, this is a this is a true pub, you know. Half the people in there right now, they all know each other and didn't before we opened because there was no general place for them to meet 
in the neighborhood. So they they liked this. They missed that during mm-hmm. that period, and and so they were you know everyone's been been very thankful that we still were opening even though we didn't couldn't make any money. Although we did have our yeah yeah I'm looking at yeah hashtag free Bellison. <laughs> Uh, shirt, very nice. All the proceeds of that went to the charity called Bayleson. <laughs> nice. Because uh, we could sell shirts. Yeah. Um, oh, TBAC wasn't telling you, hey, guys, you yeah. can't even sell shirts. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, yeah, we were, we, we still sold merchandise during that period. So you guys, were, you guys were closed for six weeks. Now you're back open. People can come out. What days you guys open? When can people come hang out at Bayleson's? As you can hear, the dogs are back in, back in swing right here, too. Um, we'll be back to our normal hours, which is Friday. Fridays 4 to 10, uh, Saturdays 11 to 10, and then Sundays noon to 8. So Bellison's back, back open, back back on the scene. Why don't you plug some beers uh, that you guys are uh, serving up? Yeah, well, we'll be rolling out. So we'll have our, this is kind of a, quote, you know, soft opening weekend, right, for the reopening um, because we didn't know when we were going to get our permit, and it came this week. So next week we're going to have kind of a grand reopening, and we'll have some things going on. Uh, including uh, new beer, some glassware, and so keep stay tuned to social media, uh, see what we have going on for that. This weekend we have the Houston Pride shirts. We're those are twenty five bucks, and all one hundred percent of pro, uh, net proceeds are going to the uh, Montrose Center for those. But beer wise, um, El Capitan uh, Double IPA. We have our Better Late Than Ever West Coast. We have Amarillo Hopkins, one of our original four. That's our Smash IPA. We have a Puggle Fuggle. That's the brown ale we brew with molasses, and of course the Healer, our Russian Imperial Stout. Nine percenter, a few others as well. One last question before I cut you loose. Adam Criers, a guest, sure. Bellison. What have you learned from this? Uh, what happened, and uh, what kind of advice can you offer those uh, that are maybe oblivious to what what happened to you guys? Well, dot you know, cross your T's, dot your eyes, obviously, um, and definitely make those those with, with with your if you if you build the relationships with other brewers and your community, then they will support you even when you're down. Because I have a feeling we're gonna. You know, we're going to some of the what we lost while we were closed. I think we may make some of that back just from the support, because even on those Sundays that we've been open, I mean, packed house, you know, every day, even though we weren't we were doing beer shares, just trying to find any way to to kind of keep the community going. Um, yeah, that's all. I mean, that's 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 pretty much it, I guess. Adam Cryer, Bellison Brewing Company. Welcome back. Thank and, you. It's uh, great to be back. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay out of the TABC jail. That's right. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back. Here at What's On Tap, we know there are two types of people. Those you drink with, and those that make you drink. Oh, your parents are coming for the weekend. Either way, we're drinking. Had a buddy that called me up the other day and said he got himself a promotion. And he said, James, I want to go to a good spot that has a nice happy hour with good food and good beer. He wanted a suggestion. Told him, huh. I have a place for you. The Hobbit Cafe. Get over Hobbit Cafe over on Upper Kirby right there. Technically, I'm Richmond. Right off 59, where our buddy John Emmons is over there serving up some great grub. But it's happy hour. And you're going to go there and find yourself really happy sitting out on that patio. That's right. Got a little bit of shade over there under the tree and can be enjoying some of the delicious fresh beers. Or get yourself a happy Hobbit bucket where you get three craft beers for 12 bucks right there. And, uh, of course, happy hour prices 
all day on Tuesday with a special happy hour menu. Yep, that's right. Limited selection. But I tell you what, it's fresh, it's new, and it's just for you on two. That's Tuesday. And that's what my buddy and I did. We went there on Tuesday, got some tacos and 99 cent Pacificos. And it's two o'clock all other days of the week. Go to Hobbit Cafe and find out more at HobbitCafeHTX.com. HobbitCafeHTX.com. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Watch out. Two beer-drinking dudes with dad bods walking through. Chad and I are feeling very confident right now. According to a new survey, dad bods are in. Heard that right. Final segment of What's on Tap Radio. Thanks for taking us along on your Sunday afternoon or whether maybe you're listening to the podcast. Thanks to CassBrandy.com, CassBrandy.com. But this last, the last couple stories we have here, especially this one from uh, overseas, really put a smile on my face, Chad. <laughs> Apparently our, uh, well, he's not my buddy because he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> Brew Dog. Ugh. Got himself a little. They got themselves in some trouble. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> a man successfully sued Brewdog for sex discrimination. Say what? You know, you know what? You know what? I bet it was. The guy had a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, you don't need any more beer, sir. Not quite sexy enough. <laughs> We're gonna discriminate against you. Yeah. Well, did you know there's a new study that says uh, dad bods are sexy? All right. Well, I guess you can have a beer. Or maybe not. So this story comes out of the UK, where a brew dog bar in Cardiff, which is in Wales, where the uh, doctor, Dr. Thomas Bauer, the person of interest in this story here, attempted to order a pink IPA drink. Which yeah, was probably got off work. Probably wanted yeah. a nice cold one. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I do. I like, where can I go get myself a pink beer? But it's advertised for four British pounds. Well, that's why he went for it. It's like, well, yeah, it's a on sale. Four dollar beer. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. The drink was launched in 2018 in an attempt to uh, highlight the gender pay gap. Oh, we're getting political. And allowed people who identified as female to buy the drink at a discounted cost. So if you identified as female, it's $4. $4. Okay. But anyone that doesn't, regular price. Yeah, yeah, it's five bucks. Oh, five bucks. Yeah. Anyway, the beer was uh, satirically dubbed Beer for Girls, with Brewdog saying it created the pink IPA as a way of. Exposing the sexist marketing techniques used to target women. Hey, hang on a second here. We're going to make a beer targeted toward one sex so that we can point out the exploitation of targeting a specific sex. Okay, got it. Got it. What did Dr. Bauer do here? That's a circular argument right there, folks. Sorry, but you failed, Brewdog. All right, Dr. Bauer said that the bartender at the bar refused to serve him a drink on the grounds that he was male and offered him a punk IPA sold for five British pounds. And the uh, punk IPA, one of Brewdog's best-known brands, isn't what he wanted. He wanted the other. And so after a bit of back and forth, he's like, hey, look, I just want the $4 beer. And he said, no. He said, you have to identify as female. So he felt forced to identify (laughs) as a female in order to get a drink for four British pounds. He then complained to the company about this and said it... it, (laughs) Oh man, it was it was discrimination. But the yeah, company kinda, says kind of is, huh? It is. But the company says no, that's not discrimination because the price difference was part of the national campaign to raise awareness about the gender pay gap. Not satisfied, he then complained to Brewdog, stating that he was intending to take them to court over this, but would rather resolve the problem outside of court. Yeah, and, probably like, hey, let's we don't have to go to court. 
and in according to what we've seen in the social media from the social justice warriors in true James Watt fashion, he ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bauer then decided to take Brudog to small claims court, stating that all that if they had to do, he'd just apologize publicly and he'll drop the claim. Well, over a dollar. Over one. Yeah. Over one dollar. Well, they refused. Well, in the document, Dr. Bauer said, I felt forced to lie about my sex in order to receive a product at a lower price. And I had to tell the bartender that identified as a female, and the bartender then served him the beer at $4. Well, Judge Phillips said, uh, yeah, I side with the plaintiff and awarded him a 1,000 British pounds in damages. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is my favorite part of the story. Dr. Bauer said after taking into account all of his costs and covering those, he took what was left over and donated equal amounts, donated his awards to... The Young Women's Trust, which was, ready for this, aimed at helping women negotiate better pay. Now that right there is a cause I can get behind. So this guy successfully sued BrewDog over sex discrimination and won. Yeah, BrewDog hasn't been getting good press lately. Stealing ideas, according to some marketing firms. I wonder how they're doing on that brewery they were going to put on the U.S.-Mexico border. Remember that one? Oh, they yeah, were going to yeah, put, the, yeah. put the bar right there, half and half, right there on the border. Well, yeah, I wonder how that's coming along. Before we say goodbye, I want to tell you, you've been pouring beer the wrong way the whole time. Oh, this. So it's been explained that the standard pouring method, tilt the glass at a 45-degree angle, softly pour the first two-thirds, and then finish the last one-third with a straight, vigorous pour. That would ensure a nice head on the beer with a decent expression of carbon dioxide, a perfect pour. But as we know it, we don't live in a perfect world, do we, Chad? No, we don't. Now, they do teach this at BJCP and in the Certified Cicerone class. While there's no perfect way to pour the beer, there's definitely a wrong way. Okay, hold on. There's no perfect way, according to this? Yeah. Okay, I got to hear this. For example, if you're indoors, the standard two-thirds side pour and one-third straight pour typically does the trick. The method releases the carbon dioxide and parts better aromatics and overall flavor. So typically, that's the way to do it. But you said indoor. That's yeah. odd. But drinking beer outdoors is a different story. How did you pour it? So different? when outside, they say that people should be drinking beer straight out of the can. Oh, should be man. pouring any bottle or glass because the concerns lie mostly with the sunlight that oh, can affect the beer. This is, okay, there's some merit to this. Okay. Every time someone tilts the can to their lips and sets it down, they said the beer naturally becomes agitated and carbon dioxide expels. Eh, Bottom maybe. line, cans are fine, sunlight bad. Uh, true. You want beer at around 45 degrees, and anything below 40 numbs people's taste buds. Hmm. So have you been drinking beer the wrong way? That's what Chad said uh, in the BJCB class. They tell you to pour the beer violently to really let those aromatics open yeah there, there there is a technique definitely to do that to get the proper head size on there about a one inch head but uh i'm looking at the notes here on this story and it says also that you know beers beers are, have they're brewed to different characteristics and so what might be right for one style of beer may not be right for another yeah and so you know got a little bit of that but the indoor outdoor thing i never really thought about that because as soon as you pour it into a pint glass it's like it's like pouring it into like a corona bottle or glass yeah i mean it's and clear that's one thing you have to pack it in pack it out well you, you got to protect you got to protect your beer from sunlight you do if you're outside drinking out of a pint glass you, you what is it? it takes less than a minute also to skunk your beer but that's one less thing you got to take out if you're bringing a glass oh, to pour yeah. it in so you just have the can crush the can Put it in your disposal and then take it out with you when you're done. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh, 
yes on protecting it from sunlight. I'm going to go with no on flavor and aroma because you smell way more flavors than you can actually taste. Apparently, you've been pouring beer all wrong all this time. According if you're to experts. According to some expert. If you're outside, you're not supposed to pour it, but I don't know, man. I'm, I like releasing the carbonation. I like the aromas. I like getting my beak into my big old honker. But when you go camping, do you bring a pine glass with well, you? He didn't say camping. He said outside. Or outside. If I'm standing in my backyard grilling, you darn right it's going to be in a pint glass. Is that right? Yes. I'm not okay. drinking it in a can. I do. I don't mind drinking beer out of a can. I don't like it. Now, if I'm really studying the beer itself, then I'm going to pour it. But if it's a beer like a, a nice Pilsner or a Kolsch or a Blonde, especially that strawberry blonde ale from uh, Southern Star Brewing Company, drink it out of a can. Not yeah. too bad. Uh, yeah. So. That is uh, this edition of What's on Tap Radio. We've had a fun show. I yeah. uh, drink a lot of good beer. I uh, learned a lot. And uh, we got a lot of good stuff planned. Like I said, Chad's going to be taking a hiatus. They still got about one or two shows with him before he takes off to his home state of Michigan. And uh, we're going to be uh, playing some best ofs and parading a few different co hosts in there. And I hope you stay tuned. Uh, our sponsors are keeping us on the radio. Like thank them, Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Eighth Wonder Brewery, Brazos Valley Brewing, Galaxy Jewelers, Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods, The Backyard Grill. Thank you to The Backyard Grill for serving mm-hmm. up something nice this week. Cast Branding, sponsor our podcast, and Hobbit Cafe. Uh, Chad, anything else you want to get out there? Uh, follow me on social media because I tell you what, you follow What's on Tap Radio on social media, you'll know where I'm going, and who knows, might be able to mule some things back and. Uh, you bump into me over at BYG or Hobbit, you might get a little sample. Uh, and also, we've got a big show coming up next week. We're going to be catching up with 21st Amendment. They launched in Texas. So we'll meet them. So, for Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Pillbeam, I am Beer Guru James Simpson saying thanks for listening to What's on Tap Radio, and we'll see you back on the radio airwaves next week. Have a great week, guys. Cheers. Streets like a jungle. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.